Broadcasting from deep within Angel Stadium, this is Angler Chronicles. Good morning, Southern California. From Joshua Tree at Dutch Harbor, from the Canadian wilderness to the Amazon jungle. Buckle up, because it's going to be wall-to-wall action on Angler Chronicles. Angler Chronicles is brought to you by Turner's Outdoorsman, California's fishing, hunting, and shooting headquarters since 1971. Van Warmer Resorts, Hotel Palmas de Cortez, and Hotel Playa del Sol. Fishing Syndicate Quality Custom Rods. Get syndicated. Carta de Teresa, providing quality, handmade, marinated meats. Owner Hooks, perfection in hooks. Lake Elsinore, the city of Dream Extreme. And Bite on Fishing, where your next catch is only a castaway. Good morning, Southern California, and welcome to this week's episode of Angler Chronicles on Angels Radio, AMA 30K LAA. Uh, my name is Sergio. I'll be your host, my co-host, Mr. Ron Hobbs, the director of the AC Fishing Schools. Good morning, Ron. Good morning, Southern California and the world and the ships at sea. <laughs> yeah. Hey, uh, have you been able to get Steve Carson yet? We don't have Steve. Oh, we've got Steve Carson. Good morning, Steve. Good morning, Sergio. Yeah, I couldn't see it on the computer screen. But anyway, good morning, my friend. Um, what a week, what a week, what a week. Uh, do we have Andrew Mack? Has Andrew Mack called in? No. Okay, now Andrew uh, was heading up to the Sierras, so he's on the 395, so um, he didn't know if he was going to be able to get through. And then Mia, of course, who, who knows where Tony is. Ron, do you know where Tony is? Uh, maybe under <laughs> a rock somewhere. He's sleeping somewhere. Yeah. But anyway... Um, We'll make a very good show out of this, okay? Because a lot of thing, a lot of things happened last week. A lot of things are happening next week, so uh, let's just get right on into it. Um, before we go any further, um, you know, it's a very special holiday that we're celebrating this week. It's Memorial Day, and uh, you know, folks, this is a day for remembering the men and women who died while serving the United States Armed <coughs> Forces. And I didn't know this, Ron, but. It used to be called Decoration Day, and it originated after the American Civil War. Mm -hmm. I know you fought the Civil War, right? I did. That's how come I remembered it was Decoration Day. Yeah, you and Steve. Oh, Steve. It it was meant to commemorate the Union and the Confederate soldiers who died during the Civil War. And then by the 20th century, Memorial Day had been extended to honor all Americans who have died while in military service. Important thing, folks, is not to confuse Memorial Day with Veterans Day. Memorial Day has, is is meant for remembering the men and women who died while serving, while Veterans Day celebrates the service of all U.S. military veterans. Important because you know we um, we like to gather and, and have barbecues, and that, that's really cool. But you might want to take a moment uh, just to just to remember them. Okay. Without, to give thanks. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Okay, the other thing that's kind of sad this week is obviously the shooting in Texas. Ryan and I were actually having a conversation here before the show started. Um, you know, um, it's a tough one. It's a tough one. Our thoughts and prayers goes out to all the families and their loved ones because it just, you just, it's just not, not, nothing you can say, okay, other than we can't give crazies any uh, any guns. That's it. Okay, so 
we needed to say those things. Remember, it's a long weekend. Important is be safe this week, okay? Be very, very safe. Before I go any further, because I know I'll forget later, I want to make this announcement for our friend. Uh, the Desert Valley Outdoors, okay, is a group, and they're out to save Kawiya. Is that how you say it? Yes. Kawiya Lake, okay? So they're having a Beat the Heat Overnight Catfish Derby in a couple of weeks, so... You want want to check that out, okay? And you know, it's about fifteen hundred to two thousand dollars worth of um, money there that you guys can have, so that'll be good, okay? Uh, let's talk a little bit about uh, Lake Elsinore, okay? Because Lake Elsinore, I mean, it, it's awesome, okay? We were there Wednesday. It, it was okay. wide open. Yeah, and um, very very good fishing for catfish, okay? The the thing that really gets me is how active and steve talked to this those wipers Rhonda couldn't stop talking about it. she goes they're so aggressive well yeah they want to bite and that's uh one of the reasons why it's good that that they're at least protected from being kept until they're 18 inches long um so sergio make sure you have a measuring device a proper measuring device in the boat and really you know i mean they're a great sport fish they're good to eat so if you want to take one or two home and eat them you can if they're legal size but you know what leave them in the lake because they could easily well they'll easily get over 10 pounds and depending on how long they live they, they could get over 15 pounds and they want to bite let's just say they're not the brightest fish out there so um you know they they eat everything, right? Yeah. That, yeah yes, they do. They, and that's one of the reasons they grow so fast. Because they, you know, you know what? If you're soaking a piece of mackerel on the bottom for catfish, they'll eat that. If you're, if you're throwing a topwater popper for bass, they'll eat that. And, you know, just about anything that, that uh, you know, is a crankbait type thing or, or even an actively moving piece of plastic, it might be hard to catch them. On, on a super slow, you know, slow crawled plastic worm, you know, uh, the old San Diego, uh, uh, what they call stitching style, where you're moving the, the plastic worm about about an inch every five minutes. Um, they might not bite that, but just about anything that's moving and active that, you know, that kind of catches their eye, they're going to bite it. Yeah, so it's a great game fish here in our own backyard. Lake Elsinore, just amazing. So not only do catfish bites wide open, um, I do want to tell people there's a very good largemouth bass uh, fishing going on right now, and they, these fish want to play. And then you have now the wiper. I mean, I, Rhonda, again, Rhonda and Kim, uh, they were part of the team uh, Angler Angels, and they were just having a blast uh, fishing those well, things, you know, being doing the way, and you know, I happened to ask almost everybody that came back in with the fish that, uh, and they all said they caught wipers, and you know, they're all in the 14, 15 mm -hmm. inch range. So, very, very uh, soon, yeah, very, very soon, man. And I can't wait because everybody, every boat came in saying that they had hooked up small, you know, the fish. So, it's gonna be pretty interesting. All right, well, listen, I just, uh, I'm hearing here that we just got Andrew calling in. Good morning, Andrew. Good morning, sir. Good morning, everybody. Sorry, I, was, I didn't have service, but now I got service, so we're good now. Dude, really? Yeah. Well, really? You, you got I, an hey, I'm going to the 395. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I mentioned that you were up to 395, so um, how, how's it looking up there? 
Uh, it's a little windy, uh, some of the parts, but it's looking good. I've been on the road since 2 a.m., so we are, uh, we're, we're getting there. we All got right. about a couple hours left. Yep. When you say we, who's with you? Uh, well, I brought, you know, my wife, of course, Erica. Then why isn't she, she is on the phone it. instead of you? Well, she was uh, snoring here for about... Oh, you don't say that. Oh, you never say that. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> if you want to last as long as Rhonda and I, you'd never say that they snore. They just, <laughs> yeah, go on. They just breathe heavy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there you go, there you go. Well, anyway, listen, Andrew, <laughs> I, I, I want to take advantage while I have you here. Let me just say one other thing about Lake Elsinore. Um, I am planning on three specific dates... This is not related to fishing, but believe me, I'll be, I'll be stopping by the lake getting some fishing in, too. But on June 25th, on July 23rd, and August 27th, all right, they're having the classic car show. And I'm going to take the, run the 66 Mustang um, to be Ooh. shown there. Yeah, so it's classic cars. They have awards, live entertainment. You know, obviously the shopping, the dining, all raffles, more. I mean, there'll be a ton of stuff. The entry is only 25 bucks for a car, so, I mean, geez. Go out there and just show it off and um, put, you know, make sure it's all nice. And I tell Rhonda to go uh, steam clean the, the engine and make sure it's nice and shiny because uh, her car, it really is uh, detailed. Um, it's not classic, you know, out of the showroom, but it's a very, very nice uh, 66 Mustang with modifications. So I'm thinking I'm, I'm going to take it up there. Ron, we should go. You know, we go, so go hang. It sounds like fun, actually. Yeah. And um, so June 25th is the next, uh, the next, the earliest one. And it's right there in Main Street. Okay. And um, really have a really good time over there. And I do want to give uh, kudos to CJ's. The food is simply unbelievable. Again, we were there on Wednesday, uh, headed up to CJ's. It's right there at the, at the casino. And, um, God, what good food. You always have the fa? Fo. The fo, fi, fi, fo, fum, fa, whatever. I got one. Everybody thinks that in Elsinore? Yeah, it's actually pretty doggone good. And they actually have a pretty good Asian uh, They have a very good Asian section there. Um, I had their bacon cheeseburger. Oh, my Lord, was that good. So, anyway, so um, excellent places. And, you know, there's uh, an excellent Mexican restaurant down Main Street. And you have... um, you know the Italian place, okay, Vincenzo's. Right there off a of rail. I think it's railroad. railroad. It is. Yeah. And so anyway, lots of stuff to do and great fishing. Okay. So Andrew, with that being said, go ahead and take a little bit of, um, give us a little bit of a report. Yeah, perfect. But before that, I do have a favor to ask you about this car show. What's that? Because I want to try and win a trophy too. Can I borrow the Scion? I'm gonna get it detailed, and I'm gonna show it off for the only for the car that can hold nine foot rods like nothing, because I know I'm gonna win a trophy on this thing. Okay, let me, let me tell you something else. Okay, the toaster is the toaster. <laughs> I have, I, you know, I, I really thought, Ron, about actually getting a modification on the roof and make it look like toaster. You know, when you the the toast is done the, in the toaster, you just see the the, the top oh, of the know, crust. You could do that and put the, like a it just put it on top. Yeah, yeah. What, what you, that, that would be awesome. But anyway, um, yes, oh, yeah. yes, yes. Obviously, you may. It'll be there um, if I'm there. I will. I will say this. Everybody laughed about my little car, but now I'm laughing at them with the price of gas. I get 32 miles to the gallon, baby. 
All right, you get oh, what? Geez. Yeah, you're in your truck. Good luck. Well, Good luck. Okay. I filled up <laughs> I, I my just, tank. I filled up. <laughs> Listen, I just filled up my tank for $52. Filled because the you, light was you, on. You want to know my bill? No, no, I don't. That, that That's I your struggle, bro. 300. That's your struggle, bro. So, see, no, remember, it's no. he who laughs last. Okay. So, <laughs> there we go. Yeah, no, but anyway. Yeah, um, yeah so let's get, yeah, let's get in some fresh water. Let's do it. Yeah, so uh, right now uh, you have Santa Ana River Lakes. Uh, they switched over to catfish. Um, they've been stocking catfish. Uh, every couple stocks, they're going to be putting in uh, tilapia as well. Uh, mixed in. These ones are coming from Imperial Catfish Farm, and they're tasty. I hey, mean, they're hey, white, hold, hold on a second. Meat. I can interrupt you. we got to go to a break, but when we come back, we'll we'll finish that up with Santa Ana River Lakes, okay? Sounds good. All right. All right, folks. Here's Angels Radio, AMA 30 KLAA. We'll be right back. Land of the pilgrim's pride From every mountainside lake. Angels Radio. Dana Wharf Sport Fishing in Dana Point Harbor. Come check them out. Trips for anglers of all levels depart daily and kids fish free every Sunday. Enjoy clean vessels, full galleys, and friendly expert captains and crew. Everything you need for a great day of fishing for everyone, including a fleet of private charters. The Dana Wharf Kids Club is the coolest club of the sea, featuring free fishing trips, whale watching adventures, and more. Check them out on the web for daily deals, including the famous Half Price Tuesday. Dana Wharf Sport Fishing, number one angler's choice since 1971. That's Dana Wharf Sport Fishing and Whale Watching, located at 34675 Golden Lantern in Dana Point. You can contact them by phone at 949-496-5794 or on the web at danawharf.com. Daily adventures, lifelong memories, established 1971. Stay connected and follow them on Facebook and Twitter. Lake Elsinore is the action sports capital of the world. Stocked regularly with bass, catfish, crappie, and more. Lake Elsinore is the largest natural freshwater lake in Southern California and the destination for fishing. Whether you're looking for an extreme outdoor experience or a relaxing morning sunrise, start your next adventure in Lake Elsinore and stay at the new fully renovated campground, Launch Point Recreation Destination and RV Park. Find us online to follow all the action. I can't wait to spend some quality time with my son fishing this year, teaching him about casting, how to choose baits, set the hook, and how to be safe on the water by always wearing a life jacket. Save the ones you love. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. Angels Radio. AM 830. American girls and American guys will always stand up and salute. We'll always recognize when we see old glory flying there's a lot of men dead so we can sleep in peace at night when we lay down our heads my daddy served in the army welcome we back everybody on angels radio am 30 klaa this is angler chronicles and you know we're celebrating celebrating memorial day so i hope you guys like the music i put this together last night ron i thought it was just very Apropos. Well, I'll tell you what is also apropos is Andrew Mack driving down the 395 giving us a fish report. <laughs> now, yep, yep. now oh, I, I know you're saying you're driving the 395, but um, you're probably just digging your way out of the six feet under, 10 feet under the totem pole. Well, yeah. 
I got, I got to shoot some sunlight, you know, being so deep down in the dirt. So, Vitamin D, bro. <laughs> Vitamin D. All right. Tell, there it is. Tell me, there uh, is. finish up with what's going on there at, um, uh, you, were, you were at Santa Ana River yeah, Lakes. So, yeah, so Santa Ana River Lakes, they're stocking catfish right now. Um, again, remember, these catfish, they're putting them in on Thursday. So if you're fishing Friday, doesn't mean you need to get a one-pound weight. Send it as far as you can out there to try and catch these fish. A lot of times they're going to be only 10 to 15 feet offshore. Um, they're going to be cruising around. Your best time to get them is early morning or late in the day in the afternoon. Uh, if you can find any shady spots, a lot of times, you know, because remember, catfish are pretty much nocturnal fish. They do eat during the day, but they're more active at night. So anything in the darker, kind of out of the sun, you'll find them. Um, guys have been getting them on, uh, on either shrimp, uh, mackerel, if it's uh, soaked in the bite on Cajun. Um, or just, you know, the, the already prepackaged Mac bites have uh, been doing the trick. Um, you don't want to go with some super heavy line. I would say uh, anywhere from like maybe 6-pound to maybe 12-pound test at most. Um, catfish are not line shy, but to me, I always feel like I get more bites by making the line just a little bit thinner, so I'm not going to show up there with, you know, 50, 60-pound tests just because I can um, on that kind of thing. Um, and then uh, this weekend, Santa Ana uh, River Lakes has a special event um, uh, where they have their typical Friday night, you know, overnight camping for Saturday. But because it's Memorial Day, they extended it from they also have another thing from Sunday. You can camp all the way until Monday for the 24 hour pass. Oh, very cool. So which means if you, you know, if you do that, it's like 60 bucks. You can get your whole family, your, your, your the husband, wife and up to, I believe it's three kids. Uh, all for 60 bucks, 24 hours of fishing. You could bring your RV, your tent, whatever you want to do, and sit there lakeside, and, you know, hopefully you get some whisker fish. Um, but that's definitely Santa Ana River Lakes. So from there, we're going to go to uh, Mountain Lakes. Um, I'm sure, you know, Tony's there, if you know, with the Blue Jay. Uh, Mountain Lakes, uh, they just finished up <laughs> the trout. Uh, they're actually starting catfish. Um, so kind of, you know, switch your setups there. There's still a lot of trout being caught. Uh, the odd, you know, here and uh, getting them on night crawlers, sometimes on jigs, you know, there's still a lot of trout in the water. Uh, but time to switch to, you know, catfish, same kind of thing. Mac bites, you know, frozen shrimp dipped in these, in the Cajun sauce uh, works for them. If, if uh, you know, you guys are going out looking for trout, uh, right now uh, Southern California trout, uh, Lake Gregory has been doing very well um, on trout. They just had their, uh, their last stock a couple weeks back. Um, they're still getting some good fish and five to six pounders. Um, but one lake uh, that came back on the map is uh, uh, Green Valley Lake. Um, I say they came back because they just had their first stock last week. Um, I'm not sure exactly on the poundage. They don't really post the pounds, but I know they you typically do like 3,000 to 3,500 pounds on their opener. Mm -hmm. And they did put some better fish. Um, I did see some six to eight pounders caught. Um, guys are getting them on jigs fishing close to shore. And then uh, some anglers, you know, soaking bait, you know, with their attractants like bite on different things like that. Uh, sure, uh, Sherbert power bait's been getting hit. And then, of course, you know, if you're soaking a, a, a inflated night crawler, that's also working there. Um, and then from there, we'll go up a little bit higher in the mountain, Big Bear. Um, now, there's some significant happening in Big Bear that started two days ago. And everyone knows this is my favorite time of year for freshwater because the carp are starting to spawn. And this time of year, they don't bite bread as much as they will bite arrows. 
They love hitting those arrows. I don't know what it is, but, yeah, they munch them. But, yeah, so uh, Big Bear, you know, is one of the lakes that has realized that, you know, carp is pretty much they over they overbreed, they overspawn, and they take over a lake um, to which their population gets unhealthy for the water. So they do everything they can to kind of keep it in check. And bow fishing this time of year is probably the most effective way to take out as many carp as possible, um, you know, get the lake healthy which, you know, in turn makes it better for the bass, for the bluegill, for the trout, all that, you know, because carp, not only do they take, when there's so many in the water, they take a lot of the oxygen cloud of the water, but they also can go through the bass nest and different things like that and take the eggs. So it's definitely, uh, definitely a big bonus. Yep. Okay, excellent. And uh, when are you pl- planning on coming down the mountain? Uh, I am coming back down uh, Monday. We're uh, we're heading up right now. We should be there in a couple hours. We're going to uh, Grant Lake uh, up there in June Loop. Mm-hmm. We'll probably fish a couple of lakes up there. Maybe head. Oh. Ben? Oh yeah. Yeah, we only we lost you there for a second. Okay, no worries. Do me a favor before I lose you completely. Put Eric on. Uh, she's here. All right, put put her on. I've already heard you. I want to hear. I want to hear her. <laughs> Oh, here I am. How you doing, Erica? I'm I'm good. How? Okay, you're breaking in and out, but let me I, t- let me I just say this. I literally just woke up because uh-huh. Andrew's a little louder than usual. Yes, he <laughs> but is. I well, feel he... refreshed. Okay, I well, feel good. Refreshed. I feel good. Good, good, good. So you're planning on catching some fish? Yes, yes. Okay, because I saw that. I, I saw... plan on catching more than Andrew. Well, that's Uh-oh. easy. That's easy. You know, he, he literally he, he literally brought like fifteen pools, and I'm like, we're there for two days. Yeah. Okay. Um, I, Erica, um, I'm gonna have him explain to you that they're not called poles; they're called rods. Okay, and I'll have him explain <laughs> to you why you know pole, poles just indicate a, a nice shiny pole, and you know, in the middle of a dance floor type thing. But we don't want to. We don't want to go there. Okay, but they Erica. Totally yeah, yes. well, let me tell Erica. You know, the chances of you outfishing him is pretty good. I mean, he has resorted to shooting them with bow and arrow because he just can't catch them on rod and reel. So anyway, listen. The two of you have a very very safe uh, weekend up there. Enjoy, okay, and just be careful, okay. And. Um, uh, I don't want to put any pressure on you, Andrew, but, um, you know, a weekend in Mazatlan or Puerto Vallarta or something like that, East Cape, you know, might be a better thing. Oh. Okay, just saying, than having to drive up to 395. Just saying, Erica, well, well, put the pressure on him. Well, try to make that happen. <laughs> All right, well, listen, uh, you'd be good because you're, you're coming in and out now, so you must be in, in, in weird territory, so... Best to the two of you. Go get them, and we'll get a full report next week, okay? All right, guys. Talk to you later. All right. Take care, guys. All right. All right. Well, you know, that's freshwater action still happening, Ron yep. and, and Steve. I guess we're just uh, turning over now, going from trout to uh, catfish and bass and everything else. Well, yeah. except for the sears, you know, you're still – it's their time of the year right now. Right. So. It's a little bit colder. Yeah. Yeah, okay. All right. Well, Steve Carson, listen, in that transition, not a very good one. Um, let's start talking about what's going out, what's going on here in our ocean. 
It is game on on quality bluefin tuna. Holy mackerel is all I can say. Um, I, I mean, I, I, I'm out of superlatives. Um, I, you know, uh, I guess if there's if there <laughs> if there's a silver lining, it's that the limit is only two. So that uh, the catches aren't being viewed as being completely excessive, as the as the anti-fishing community might do, mm-hmm. if uh, if we caught as many bluefin as as is possible. I mean, some of the nights that they're out there, uh, as long as you could stand at the rail and as long as you could crank, you could keep on getting a bite. And they're not, you know, not that there's anything wrong with a twenty or twenty-five pounder. Many, 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 most of the years in the past, uh, a 20-, 25-pound bluefin was, was a thing of pride, a thing of beauty in your, uh, in your catch. So I, I guess the thing that's going on now is a lot of the captains are a little bit frustrated that people are not – because this is not new. This has been going on for, what, a month Five and years. a half? Well, yeah. But... Well, well, yeah, seven years. Mm-hmm. But even this year – um, you know, a month and a half, two months, so that people could kind of get some, I mean, you know what? There's people out there that are like, oh, I, I don't want to buy that expensive tackle if, I, if I'm never going to use it again. Those fish might not bite. Well, they're going to bite this year anyway. And this is the seventh year that started in 2016. There's a little bit of a run-up to it, but it really started the way it is now in 2016. Please, please. The, I, I, I go down to the, to the landing a couple times a week. And basically, the captains, the deckhands, they say the same thing. Steve, please tell people, have the proper tackle. People are coming out with either with, uh, you know, their their albacore tackle. They remember albacore. Mm-hmm. Wow, I caught lots of albacore in the past on this tackle. Well, and, and I loved albacore fishing. And someday I hope to catch some again. Maybe I'll, I'll travel up to Washington State and get some. But... We forget how small albacore were compared to the bluefin that are biting now. Remember that migratory albacore that we used to catch a lot of were, you know, 14, 16, 18, maybe 20 pounds. Uh, You know, good-sized ones were 24, 26 pounds. Anything over 30 was was really a good one. And with the exception of a couple years where we caught, you know, some exceptional ones, you know, you never saw albacore over 40 pounds. Mm-hmm. You know, there were a couple of exceptions, 82, 85. We caught some bigger ones. But let me tell you, a 40-pound bluefin is still considered a little one the way it's been lately. Mm-hmm. An 80-pounder is a medium. It is, okay, gets- but that's that's the crazy stuff right there. Okay, right. I remember back in the day you're talking about. You're right. My first bluefin was 15, one five, 15 pounds, and we go, oh, and you know what? And we didn't, you know, in the middle of an albacore bite, we, you know, it was, oh, we got a bluefin. Oh well, you know, get it out of the way, kind of thing. Right, right. It's not like you were going to catch another one. It's not not like you were likely to catch another one that same day. Yeah. Okay. Like, oh, he's in there with the albacore. He was a little lost. 
That's nice. All right, listen, we're going to take a short break here. Let me leave you with this message. The most precious metal on earth are the dog tags of our warriors who made the personal sacrifice to protect our country's freedom, all right? So just remember that this Memorial Weekend and throughout the entire year. This is Angels Radio, AMA 30 KLAA. This is Anger Chronicles. We'll be right back. sunglasses are nice. Yes, Sergio. Inferno USA Eyewear, they are great. They were created eight years ago to provide a far superior product with an unbeatable lifetime warranty. You like the burns. Machine billet aluminum frames, extreme wrap style sunglasses and goggles all in one. They have removable foam inserts. They're polarized and have polarized transitional lenses available too. The burn style is hands down the greatest wind in your face glass ever made. No wind, dirt or debris in your eyes at up to 100 miles per hour. Simply put, they're awesome. I prefer the fuel style frame. They are made from TR90 nylon material that keeps them extremely lightweight and very durable. You won't even realize that you're wearing them. Tons of color options and polarized lenses available. The fuels also keep wind out of your eyes at very high speeds. Inferno USA Eyewear. They're nice sunglasses. No gimmicks, just quality construction and protection for your eyes. Inferno USA. Check them out and get yours at www.infernousa.com. That's www.infernousa.com. Hello, everybody. This is Captain Rick from the 85-foot luxurious sport fisher Ocean Odyssey. Departing from H&M Landing in San Diego, California, Ocean Odyssey is Angler Chronicles' number one choice in San Diego offshore fishing. Whether you are a beginner or a seasoned veteran, Ocean Odyssey is equipped with all your fishing needs. From five-star meals, state-of-the-art electronics, spray-brine fish hold, and spacious accommodations. Make Ocean Odyssey the number one choice for your next offshore fishing adventure. To make your reservation today, log on to OceanOdysseyFishing.com or call Dina at 619-889-4535. Again, that's OceanOdysseyFishing.com or 619-889-4535. Ocean Odyssey is a proud sponsor of Angler Chronicles. He's not just my fishing buddy. After 30 years, he's a brother, and I'd sure hate to lose him. His bass boat's got nothing to do with it. So I make sure both of us wear a life jacket. Save the ones you love, even if they don't own a fancy boat. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. Just get ready for Memorial Day. Take off and have a frank and productive holiday. Happy Memorial Day weekend. From Angels Radio, AMA 30 KLAA. stripes a hundred stories it's the pledge of allegiance on the 4th of july it's some handwritten letters from home it's some sleepless nights alone it's his newborn baby he left with his wife mr red white and blue Welcome back, everybody, on Angels Radio, AMA 30 KLAA, and this is Angry Chronicles. 
Ron, pretty good uh, country western music, huh? Absolutely. Uh, you know, <laughs> yeah, I love it. All right, listen, I just want to point everybody, as Steve is talking, and we're talking about yeah. tuna here, please go to Friends of Angler Chronicles um, on our Facebook page. And Steve has been posting up the different rigs that you need. So well, important. Well, so. you know, it's like Steve's always said, you know, you, you you got to take a minimum of five rods now because when you cast out, you look at the counts on the boats are anywhere from 30 pounds all the way up to 200. So you don't know what you got until you catch it. Yeah, no, by, by, by the way, the, the, the new upper limit for just for this season has already been reached on the Pacific Queen two nights ago. A two hundred and eighty-four pounder. Yeah, we posted it. We posted on Angler Chronicles a couple, few days ago. Um, and, and you know what the sad, this, the weird thing is, there was eighty pounders right next to him. So it's like you never know. Yeah. I mean, what you you throw a jig in the water and you just don't know if it's a forty pounder, or if it's a two hundred and sixty and eighty-four pounder. So any all kinds of stuff is in the water there, so it's all good. Hey, listen, we got a listener here. Let me let me go to this listener here, uh, Ross from Long Beach. Good morning, Ross. Good morning, Sergeant. Hey, Ben. It's been a while since I've been able to see you because these shows haven't been around. Mm-hmm. But anyways, you know, we're talking about the bluefin. Um, let's take it back a little further. Let's take it back to the late sixties, early seventies. You know, we just have regular runs, even in the sixties. Um, Redondo Beach, the canyon there, produced some several good runs. Uh, Catalina, East End, uh, out by the airfield there. Coronado's, God, we had some fantastic uh, bluefin fishing back well, then. Well, you know, Catalina's had the uh, tuna club forever and ever. And um, the bluefin were actually residents, right, uh, Steve Carson? They, were, they always circled the, the, um, the island. Um, in fact, I've always said um, that there's been several times I've been out at the islands fishing for, you know, whatever it may be. And, I've, you know, something bit my bait, and all I could do was hold on to my rod and watch the knot bust because it took off like crazy. It wasn't a black sea bass. This was something huge, and I could not stop it. And uh, the tuna club has been there, Steve, you know, since when? The 40s? Uh, you know, I, I would have to look up the, the, the exact when it started. But, yeah, it was, it was uh, you know, a little over 100 years ago. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, that's Catalina. So you're right. Now, I can't attest to the 60s and 70s because I was just a little pup. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I was born in the 60s, so I that was way before my time. Uh, but, um, yeah, I mean, the tuna have been around forever and ever. Yeah, Sergio, there, there were always bluefin around in numbers. And and huh, bringing up the, uh, the the Redondo Canyon stuff, my first bluefin when I was just a pup uh, was in the 60s on the good old city of Redondo. Back before uh, fluorocarbon was even invented, so we had to use, we had to use 12-pound tests. And number six, sometimes number eight, and occasionally number ten live bait hooks. Hmm. And the reason we used 12-pound was because you couldn't land them on ten, and they wouldn't bite 15. Right. So, so you had to use 12. But, but those were small fish. Those were fish under two years old, typically on the city of Redondo, and also that Catalina bite. Those fish were 12 to maybe 18 pounds. Anything over twenty was exceptional, um, and 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 there weren't that many of them really. 
No, no, no. Not like now. No, that's why we went right after the Albacore. Steve, I'm going to have to disagree with you. And I worked for I worked for Ed McEwen back in the '60s, '70s, and you know we had a lot of days where we'd have 20, 25 fish, and they weren't the big fish. You know, 20 pound fish was was probably a you know a decent average for a lot of the fish. Well, yeah. Well, there you go. 20, 25 fish. They're catching 25 fish. In ten minutes now. <laughs> yeah. Well, See, look, look, look how the tackles changed. You know, mm-hmm. um, everybody's acting like these big fish. You know, this is something new. Those big bluefin have been around here, but what's changed is the tackle. You know, you fish the East Coast. You've got a continental shelf, 150 feet, that goes forever. You can chase a fish if it goes down 150 feet. Here, our continental shelf drops off and it drops fast. So back in the day, like surgery, you'd hook a fish, you couldn't stop, you couldn't do much about it because if the fish went down, the gear we had, we didn't have the capacity to hold the amount of line needed to allow these fish to make the deep runs that they're making now. Well, Ross, now we uh, Ross, let me stop. Line. Uh-huh. Well, let me just say we this. We've got the braided line, the reels and everything, that now with technology, we have the gear here that we can catch those fish. Back in the day when we didn't have braided line, it was just mono. We didn't have fluorocarbon. Yeah. Okay, I mean, I knew if I got on a multi-day, I brought my internationals with me. My my 50 wide was always my baby. You know, I love that thing. But you wouldn't use a 50 wide, you know, for, for albacore. Okay, so you had to go down, and we didn't have fluorocarbon. We didn't have line capacity. So, you know, for something like that, maybe I'm trying to think what I used to have, maybe a Pen 500, okay, for, for the albacore, you know, fishing, like Steve said, anywhere between, I don't know, 12 to 20 pound test. I mean, 20 was, was heavy for the albacore, but you're right. The equipment has changed. I do remember times where something would hit my bait and there was no stopping it. There's nothing I could do. It just, just watch it. Just, just simply enjoy the speed of which the line would come out and then enjoy the you know when, when the knot would break you know and you just hold on to your rod so there might have been but i think we really do have a phenomenon going on now whether it whether it's the fish are now catchable um the point is these trips okay um you got to make the most of it, and now you can. We have the right gear out there. If you don't own it, you can rent them, okay? Guys, remember, you go to these landings. Most of these landings have the tackle you're going to need, okay? So if you don't have it, don't worry about it. Stop by the tackle store and get it. The worst thing that you can do is do what we used to do back in the day and just watch you know, something peel the line out. That would happen maybe once every, you know, 50 trips, okay, or more. Now, yeah. do you remember back when, when we used to tie a ride off and throw the rod and reel over attached to a heavier outfit? You know, I actually had to do that. I was on a 10-day trip. I forgot what boat, and it got so crazy where I, I mean, it, my, my 50W was brand new, okay, and I had a brand new rod. I probably had $1,000 right there in that outfit. And I, I, the captain comes up, puts the little buoy on it, and, uh, and attaches me to a nine knot with Dacron line. And he lets go of my rod, and I'm watching this, and I'm, I'm in panic mode. 
Now, $1,000 back in the 80s was a lot of money, okay? And I'm going, oh, yeah. I was in panic mode, and I'm watching, it gives me the rod, and the 9-odd with, I think it was an 80 or 100-pound Dacron is just flying out, and he goes, oh, we're going to have to do something else, and they put out, brought out a little, um, little boat, a little buoy, I mean, um, um, a little Ponga style, what did they have? Skiff, that's it. I couldn't find the word. They brought a skiff out with a little motor, transferred me on there with, with a captain and, a, and I guess in a deckhand, and off we went chasing chasing this thing. Okay, it took, uh, it was probably a five hour ordeal, but let me tell you something. We chased it, and it's coming up. When I saw my rod and reel, oh my God, I had it back in my hand. I was so happy. And then we brought this behemoth. It wouldn't fit in the skiff, so we had a radio. the The boat had to come over. The boat had a gaff and put it on the boat, but it was uh, well over 300 pounds. It was 350 and change, I want to think, back at the dock. So it was a big fish. It took, like I said, way over four hours, almost five. I didn't fish for two days after that, by the way. I couldn't even pick up a glass of water. Everything was shaking. So, but yeah, you're you're right. We it, it's gear. It's about gear now. Now. I mean, you watch these reports coming in night after night after night, fish averaging, I don't want to say 80. I think they're averaging 100, 120 now, Steve, right? They had a couple nights this week. It was just simply crazy. Carson? Say that again. I, didn't, I, was, I, was, uh, I just hit enter with a, uh, with, with, with a picture of the, 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 maybe the last remaining box, it's a half a box, mm-hmm. of size 10 Mustad 94151 live bait hooks. Oh, my there God. There was like two cases of them imported into the United States back in the late 1960s, and uh, those at Redondo in the know were able to, to get a box, and I've got like half a box left, and... Uh, I just posted a picture of it. There's mm-hmm. like I say, the, the, I I hope someday that I get to use them again. Yeah, well, I, I, yeah, I mean, but ten. I think the, the smallest I ever went were those little tiny pinheads with a six. But um, yeah, but anyway, um, well, all good. Yeah, Steve's right about the, you know the coastal fishing. It was it was a ten pound, twelve pound proposition, tiny hooks, and, and that's the only way you could get bet. They wouldn't eat anything over that. Well, let me tell you a little uh, something else that's going on. I I love bass fishing, okay, and I I have no problem throwing eight and ten pound test out there because that's what we used to use. I get on a boat and do that, and they look at me like I'm I'm crazy, like I'm out of this world. And I go, you guys don't remember, okay, when we used to use. 10, 10, 12 pound was like, okay, don't go over that. 15, okay. 20, 25 is where I threw jigs on. Okay, so anyway, Ross, if you want to hang out, hang out. I'm going to take a short break here. This is Angels Radio, AMA 30K, LAA. We'll come back, talk more about this tuna phenomenon. We'll bring it back. Sure thing. I'll, I'll be here. Four purple mountain majesties. Above the fruited plain America, America God shed His grace on thee Angels Radio AMA 30 
Hi, everybody. This is Danny Jackson, producer of award-winning Angler Chronicles Television. The very best in sport fishing action is Angler Chronicles TV, seen weekly on Valley Sports West. Each week, Sergio and crew take you on an action-packed fishing expedition from Baja to Alaska and throughout the Southland. Angler Chronicles Television airs five times weekly starting at 8.30 Sunday mornings on Valley Sports West. Visit anglerchronicles.com for details. The original hookup baits are the most versatile and effective artificial baits to hit the water. With sizes from 132 to 4 ounces in 12 fish catching colors, this pattern design uses only the highest quality of materials, owner hooks, and are proud to be built in the USA. The original hookup baits have made it easier to match the hatch when chasing that fish of a lifetime. Go to hookupbaits.com or participating tackle shops to get yours today. Remember, don't blink on the sink and practice catch, photograph, and release. Attention anglers, Angler Chronicles chooses Fishing Syndicate. Custom quality rods, the manufacturers of the latest in fishing rods. The perfect combination and blends of high-end graphite and glass fibers that make the lightest, most sensitive, and powerful rods available on the market. See what the buzz is all about and get syndicated. Fishing Syndicate, the rod choice of the Angler Chronicle crew and other industry experts and leaders. Check them out at fishingsyndicate.com and see why they're the chosen rod of the AC crew. Light, sensitive, powerful, FS style. Fishing Syndicate, a proud sponsor of Angler Chronicles. Angels Radio, AM 830. Welcome back, everybody, on Angels Radio, AM 830, KLA. This is Angler Chronicles, and I love these. Mu- I love this music. Very feel very patriotic if you wish and like i said earlier remember this is a weekend to remember the fallen okay um we love our veterans but this is about the ones that didn't come back all right so with that being said let me move forward and uh let's uh we've got ross uh from long beach and we've got steve carson i got ron in studio with me um ross is there anything you want to add before we move on well, you know, we, we were talking about gear, and I was sitting here thinking, you know, as a kid, you know, one of the we, you know, we used to fish the pen monopils, the 25s, the 26s, 27s. Um, they didn't have a, a base plate that had a clamp. So as, as kids, what we do is we we'd get the base plate from a Service Master 150 because that was a lot cheaper than buying the reel, and we swap out the base plate so that we. Uh, it could actually use clamps instead of hose clamps to hold our rods. But, you know, I used to fish that 26, I think it was a crew line E48. I know it was an 8-foot, 20-pound bait rod. And, uh, you know, for the albacore fish, you know, strict, strictly the 20. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we didn't have any of the Newell stuff at the time. So, you know, plastic spools, always had to be careful with that because too much tension and it blow the side plates off the off the spool. Yeah. But, uh you know, it, it was quite a bit different fishing then. Um, and, you know, I got to add that, you know, the El Nino of 83 is what really changed the face of fishing here in Southern California. Um, God, I, I, you know, I can remember days um, going out there, even twilight fishing. You, you know, you were lucky to sometimes catch one fish. Um, but, uh, you know, the guys of today should be very fortunate we had that El Nino because it, it really – it really changed things. 
you know, back then, you catch a catch a yelltail on a jig at Catalina was very uncommon. It, it was all there used to be so much bait. It, it, you had to fish bait to get bit. They, the fish really no show, showed not much interest in the jigs. Calicos that was a different thing at the island. They loved the jig, but uh, you know that's how much it's changed. I mean, you can yelltail Catalina on a jig on a regular basis now. Yes. Whereas before, it was pretty uncommon. Which, which let me just say, a surface iron of your choice, but. Uh, any color as long as it's mint. <laughs> How do you like that? <laughs> All right. Yeah, no, listen, um, you're absolutely right. 82 was a game changer. In fact, uh, Steve Carson, and we were talking with Ron, uh, maybe about a month ago, I caught locally a broomtail grouper, about a 25-pound broomtail. I couldn't believe what I was catching right off of Long Beach. And Steve, you know, he took a picture of it in the water, and I said, Steve, what is this? I, I I knew what it was, but I just couldn't believe it. And Steve was able to confirm that these fish probably came back, uh, came in. Steve, but you said eighty-two, probably that that uh, El Nino. Well, it was eight, eighty-three, and 83. then there was a, the, yeah, yeah, eighty-three was the big one. Uh, there was another really big one in ninety-seven that 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 not so much on the offshore fish, but on the inshore fish seems to have altered the migrations, and. It was a result. There were always, a, like in San Diego Bay, there were always a few bonefish and a few corvina. They would literally catch, you know, one or two a year. And then in 97, those fish came up, rode the warm water up, and they didn't go home. So now they're, those two particular species, they were formerly southern Baja species, have taken up residence in San Diego Bay. They're, they're reproducing in San Diego Bay. And not so much the bonefish... To a little, a little bit the bonefish are, but the corvina, not to be confused with corvina, mm -hmm. corvina look like basically small white sea bass. Uh, they are migrating slowly up the coast to where they're now established in the uh, in the lagoons up in the Carlsbad Oceanside area. You can see those lagoons on uh, as you go over them on the freeway on the way to the landing, and um, they're moving up, you know, maybe ten miles a year. Um, so, you know, will they become a common catch in Newport Bay and maybe even Long Beach? Hard to say. That would be pretty cool if it's true. Right. All right. Uh, Ross, thank you for calling in. The only thing I can say, and I think you'll agree, is we had some great times back in the 80s um, with the El Ninos, uh, everything come up. But would, wouldn't you agree what an awesome thing technology is and the advancement uh, of uh, of technology in the fishing industry, and we went from all those big, huge reels with very thick monofilament to uh, today uh, a smaller size reel with probably more line, stronger line, and more power in these reels as well. So, uh, and and getting a two-speed reel is like nothing now. Back in the day, you were looking at an international. <laughs> you know, it was a yeah. big deal. Yeah. So, anyway, Ross, thanks for. Uh, Reminiscing with us, I really appreciate it. Do me a huge favor. Um, let me just ask you this: When was the last time you went out fishing for tuna? Uh, October first of last year. Um, <laughs> you got one plan? I'm watching this. I uh, I had a charter with uh, with Rick on the Oceanside 95, uh -huh. and I've been struggling all summer with my shoulder. And, oh, I see. Uh, but you, are you planning on going trip, back that this trip, year? That trip there. Um, I couldn't even pull on a fish. Yeah, I, there was nothing I could do. Um, shortly after that, you know, I kind of nursed it. Ended up a buddy of mine came from Vegas. We went out 
um, on the new Del Mar. He wanted to get some sculpin. I had to literally lay my rod on the rail to wind the sculpin in. Okay, well, let me ask you a question because I'm I'm trying to give you something here. So, are you planning on going? I'm I'm hoping that I will be able to get back on the water come September. That's that's what I'm thinking. Excellent. Okay, so so based on that, what is which owner hook is your favorite for for tuna fishing? Which which is your your go to? Um, God, I can't think of the name. I think it's the gorilla hook, the four aught. All right, so you want a four o gorilla hook? Okay, so no, what I'm saying is. What I'm doing, I actually have to go to owner this week. I'm going to pick up a pack and send it to you. So what I want you to do me a favor, stay on the line as soon as we get off with you. They're going to go ahead and get your information, your name, address, etc., and we'll get a pack out to you soon, okay? Great, Sergio. I appreciate it. Thank you very much, and keep up the great work. Hopefully, uh, when I'm out and about again, I'll run into you and be able to say hi in person. You got it. Well, Ross, you say hello to Ron because Ron's guy is going to be sending you the hook. Ron, say hello to Ross. Hi, Ross. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Ross, you have a good one. Don't forget, don't hang up. Just stay on the line, and we'll get your info, okay? Great. Thanks, Sergio. Get that, uh, get that shoulder in shape. Yeah. Well, Ron, how important is it right now? You better be in good physical shape yeah. to tackle some of these boys. Steve, it's all about technique. I mean, Ron and I have always said that, but uh, you still need stamina. You still need – they'll put a hurting on you. Well, Ross is right. It, it, we are totally blessed that we have the tackle that we, that we do have today um, because with these – 200 and soon to be, I'm predicting, uh, I'm, I'm not predicting I'm going to catch it, but somebody in the next 45 days on a San Diego uh, open party boat is going to land a 300-pound-plus bluefin tuna. It's going to happen. And then by by the middle of fall, it's going to be, I don't, I don't want to say it's going to be an everyday occurrence, but it's going to be not even a rare occurrence. And that is indeed because of the tackle. Um, well, I, I, I think otherwise, that... otherwise, all the, all the, how do we put this gently? Uh, senior class anglers out there would not be able to catch these unbelievable fish. I think we're going to hit without, without any uncertainty. I think we're going to hit 400 easy this year. Okay. Are but... you going to do it? Oh, me? No, 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 no. But I will definitely coach somebody that wants to do it. No, no, no. Yeah, you'll cheer, you'll cheer them on. So you'll let me see. So a cow is 200, a super cow is 300. What's a 400? Mega cow. Mega cow. What's yeah. a 500? A herding. We haven't gotten to that yet. This is your chance. This is your chance to. Well, the reason to, I to said that. The term and copyright it. Okay. And the thing, the reason I say that is because I've been posting these photos of the of these boats coming back with some gorgeous tuna, and I can't believe the critics, okay, talking and, and they go, "I should let that one go." And I'm looking at 160, 150 pound fish. And the problem is this, folks, do not get confused. Atlantic bluefin tuna is a different subspecies of the uh, of a Pacific bluefin tuna. It's not the same. Steve, you want to... Um... There, there's Yes, you're, you're correct. There's actually three species of bluefin. Plus, there's a, there's a lot of other uh, you know, very popular species of tuna, depending on where you are. 
But there's three species of bluefin. There's the Atlantic bluefin. That's the famous one. Uh, the one, you know, a lot of people, everything they know about bluefin tuna, they learn by watching TV the show Wicked Tuna. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, I mean, I, you, you can't blame people for not knowing anything beyond that, but that's just one species. And there's the Pacific bluefin, which is what we catch. And then down in the southern hemisphere around New Zealand, Australia, down there, they have a species called the southern bluefin. Correct. And they do have a few Pacific bluefin down there, too. There's a little bit of a, of a mixture of the two, and it's hard to tell them apart. Um, you know, uh, very hard to tell them apart. But they are three distinct species, and um, they're managed differently. And we're fortunate in that the Pacific bluefin uh, is the one that is under the least pressure uh, population-wise. It's the least endangered. Uh, you know, there's a lot of theories as to why, but part, I, I think part of the reason is is that our fish eat a lot of squid and they eat a lot of the, uh, the, the red crab, um, which have virtually zero fat to them. Uh, the Atlantic bluefin tuna eat a lot of the menhaden and other super, super oily, oily type of bait fish, so they get a much higher fat content. So on the, the worldwide sashimi market, that's what, provi- that's what commands the, the super high prices and makes people just go crazy trying to catch them, trying to sell them, trying to eat them. Um, not that there's anything wrong with our fish, but they're not quite as valuable on that sashimi market. So, again, that's a good thing. We're the beneficiaries of that. Yeah, exactly. And I think, um, you know, I think the quotas the, uh, that they put on the uh, bluefin tuna out here in the West, um, also the limit of two fish. And people go, oh, wow, you're limited to two fish. Just think about it. two bluefin tuna at 150 pounds apiece. That's a lot of meat. Okay, so um, I think it, it, it's just fine. Allows for the population to grow. You know, we, you know, everybody knows that Dave Marciano is a personal friend, and he tells us all the time when he's with us, you know, how important uh, the regulations that they put in the Atlantic were to make sure that population came back because they were it was endangered at one some at one point, and now they're in good shape. And you know, the Mexican fleet's also been very good. Uh, they reach their limit and they stop when they reach their quota. They stop, and that's a good thing. Okay, so. Uh, it's good. It's, it's good. But we have to get prepared to fish these fish. So when we come back, we'll talk a little bit about more about with what, when, how. Because this is a huge phenomenon going on. All right, folks. This is uh, Big Fish Country on Angler Chronicles. This is Angels Radio, AMA 30 KLAA. Finish first hour. When we come back, we'll come back with none other than the jig slinger himself, the sheriff. We'll be right back. I live back in the woods, you see My woman and the kids and the dogs and me I got a shotgun, a rifle and a four-wheel drive And a country boy can survive Country folks can survive Cutting the price of your wireless bill feels good 
really good. Actually, it feels great. You should try it. So cut your bill by switching to Straight Talk Wireless. Now offering our $45 Silver Unlimited plan with 5 gigabytes of hotspot and nationwide 5G on America's largest, most dependable networks. The $45 Silver Unlimited plan from Straight Talk. Straight Talk Wireless. No contract, no compromise. A month equals 30 days. See terms and conditions at straighttalk.com. 5G capable device required. Actual availability, coverage, and speed may vary. Stitch Fix presents Keegan Michael Key's Wardrobe Breakup. Revive the jeans with holes in the wrong places. Through tight sweaters and shoes with torn laces. Gonna bounce the clothes and fit me like a glove. I'm gonna Stitch Fix it like a brand That's right. Stitch Fix makes it easy to get clothes you'll love by doing the shopping for you. So go to stitchfix.com and get $20 off your first purchase within two days of sign-up. Terms and conditions apply. Go to Stitch Fix it. Happy Memorial Day weekend from Angels Radio, AM 830, KLAA. Orange County, Los Angeles, and Inland Empire. The following is a paid program. Opinions expressed are those of the program sponsors and not necessarily the views of AMA 30 KLAA, its owners, or management. Any and all on-air promotions broadcast during paid programming are the sole responsibility of the show owner and not the responsibility of AMA 30 KLAA. Welcome back to hour number two with more fishing, more hunting, and more adventures on Angler Chronicles. There it is. Excellent. Coming back to, to Angels Radio AM 830K LA. The Jig Slinger himself. This is Angler Chronicles. It's all jump. It's all put together it looks like mashed potatoes here uh, Ron it's all jumbled up that's because the bluefin tuna just yeah oh God just pulled us anyway hey without further ado the sheriff the man with a plan he's looking out to where the a is and he's just gonna put the ball right there he wants to hit the big a you think he can do it He's going to jig sling it. All right, without further ado, Mr. Danny Jackson. How you doing, bud? Oh, my good. I'm uh, good. Good morning, Sergio. And good morning to Steve Carson, Ron Hobbs, and Ted Hall. <laughs> yeah, uh, everybody else is gone. Angels. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, right. Speaking of the Angels, I, I'm going to the, I am going to the Angel game tonight with Jack and Carrie and Rachel and my, my family. So we will have a good time there tonight, I'm sure. You know, first of all, let me get a public service announcement out of the way here, Serge. Mm-hmm. Heard from uh, Richie, Nacho's Barge in Long Beach. He reports lots of squid at Nacho's Barge nice. and sardines for, for Memorial Day weekend. So perfect for those of you go fishing out of Long Beach, sport boat, sport boat or private boat, uh, expect the squid there at Nacho's. Okay, uh, well, let, know, me, you're, let, you're, let me do a public service announcement. Sure. Okay. Now, for you folks that are fans of Angler Chronicles, especially fans of the sheriff, the sheriff is selling his car. He's got a beautiful Toyota, okay? And I know you're posting it. Well, what groups are you going to be posting it on social media where they can get a hold of you? Well, well, Facebook. It's not the Toyota I'm, oh, <laughs> I'm selling. I've got, old, I've got an old Ford Focus hatchback that I've just... Uh, that I don't want to get all into that. Well, no, but let me me tell you why it's important, because you've been in the filming part, and you always need to be in focus, okay? Get it, Ford, 
focus. <laughs> In addition to that, yeah. oh, you know, uh, Ronnie used to say that um, it was game-worn or he touched it or whatever, so it had his DNA, so it was worth $25 on eBay. Remember that? Yeah. So this is, you've actually driven this, so it's got... You know, all your stuff in there, you, you get all the experiences. So it comes well equipped with a lot of experiences. Um, Ford Focus from Danny Jackson, the Jigslinger himself. How's that? Yeah, well, is it uh, a public service announcement well, or is that just a plug? I I sure hope it is. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, let's get back to business here, Sergio. Um, you know, you've been talking about uh, veterans and uh, those uh, uh, that we are uh, – Thinking about uh, Memorial Day, you know, I, uh, as you know, I, I served in Vietnam in the 60s. Right after I came home, my brother-in-law was there, and he was actually killed in Vietnam. I came back in very good shape. He did not. Mm-hmm. I saw his, uh, when I saw his name on the Vietnam Memorial Wall in, in D.C., um, I had to tell Kathy, just leave me alone for a little bit, because it was it was hard to take, because... You know, I got to raise my four children. He had two children, uh, of course, with my sister, and um, he did not get to raise his children. So I've thought about that a lot in my lifetime, a lot, mm-hmm. and um, I still think about it. But anyway, and this um, is it's a good, and this is uh, the perfect weekend if it's only for a brief moment. And you know, it's, I mean, I, and I say to people. Listen, go have your barbecues. Go have enjoy. It's a good thing that you're getting together with your family. But take a moment to, to remember all those young men because they were young. I mean, how old were you when you got back, and how old was your brother-in-law? I, I was 20 years old when I returned from Vietnam. My brother-in-law was killed there when he was 22, Sergio. There you go. 22 I mean, years old. 22 years yeah. old. So you know what? Um, just take a moment and, and, um, and just— I don't think it just remember just remember their sacrifice so important yeah, um, a lot, and, that's you, true. And, and you guys didn't get it I mean I, I think you enlisted but not everybody enlisted some were calling to do it mandatory so we, we celebrate right, all right, these right. All, so th- there's a lot of things going on but I think we can take a moment throughout the weekend sometime and just remember the people that have fallen um, under the, the the red, white, and blue. My, my thing is, you know, uh, it, it's a, it's a tough one. It's a, it's a tough one, and uh, all it takes is a little bit of um, remembrance. Okay. Yeah. Right. Well. Yeah. I I did uh, enlist. I joined the Navy. I was in a amphibious assault group in Vietnam. We landed. You were Marines. a frog. The Marines. What's that? Were you a frog? I, uh, well, we were in the gate. We were we called ourselves the Gator Navy, okay. And we what we did, Sergio, we landed Marines in Vietnam, and mm-hmm. and those guys, those guys, uh, th- those are the ones that deserve the credit. We we landed Marines. Yeah, we got a little bit of mortar fire here and there, shot at us, but the Marines had to get off the boat, go up into the beach. We never saw them again. Basically, we went back to get more Marines, but they. They were the ones that uh, really got the credit there. They, they had the tough job. But anyway, um, I'm glad you're you know you're doing all these things this morning, Sergio. That's good. Uh, let's get back to fishing for a moment. Uh, you're talking about the Steve Carson was talking about the big blue fins, you know, in other parts of the world. Um, uh, I, fortunately for me, I was able to uh, film some of the big blue fins on the East Coast with Dennis Braid's 
Dennis Braid a few years ago. I uh, had a lot of fish, 300 to 600 pounds. I didn't realize they were a different strain. I I thought they were the same. So I I learned something, as I always do, from Steve there this morning. Mm-hmm. But that was quite an experience for me. I went there twice with him, once to North Carolina and once to Hyannis, Massachusetts, and uh, a lot of big bluefin. So anyway, let's let's get to the TV show tomorrow, Sergio. Okay. Um, I, I thought this was appropriate based on the fact it is Memorial Day weekend. We're going to run what you named, Sergio, Operation Anacapa 100. It's aboard the, uh, the gentleman out of Cisco. They're in Oscar, uh, Oxnard. And uh, uh, a group called Anglers Anonymous, where they treated uh, their nonprofit organization, they treated 120 veterans. It wasn't just a gentleman. There was, there was four, four boats, I believe, 120 mm-hmm. veterans to a great day of fishing. And... Uh, Lots of fish. You can talk about that for a moment, Sergio. It's a, uh, it's a you know, it, it was uh, very memorable. I think Ron and um, Tony came with us, right, Ron? Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. we went out there, and uh, we were on the gentleman, and then we had a beautiful barbecue and ceremony when we got back, remember? Yeah, that was that, – that, they did it right. They they uh, they put out. There were four. There were a couple other boats. Um, yeah, there was there was four boats total, and um, it was it, it was given back in this organization. That that was when they were in their infancy. They right. they they're really growing now, and and you know we've also done and folks just stay tuned. We did voyage for vets. Yeah. Okay where we did the Battle of the Branches. We were aboard the Legend with Ron, and um, we filmed that one. So um, that, that, that'll be coming. And again, to celebrate our veterans. Um, on that particular trip, Ron, we had at least one Gold Star family. Okay, we had one, at least one Gold Star family in each boat. There was four boats, so that one's coming up. So in the mood, okay, of Memorial Day, Maybe it's a time to to look back and, and, and see where you live, okay, and to love where you live and uh, mm-hmm. to celebrate, okay, those men that came before us. Celebrate that, you know, Danny Jackson was on a boat letting the Marines get, go do some fighting and picking them up and bringing them back in the community. Everything that you did, Danny, huge, huge, you know, and then your brother-in-law not being so fortunate to come back. So. Um, yeah. that's what this thing is all about. And, and, you know, we take a lot of things for granted and we shouldn't. So this particular episode, Operation Anacapa 100, is meant to celebrate those those men and women. We had women there as well. And we had some guys on wheelchairs. We had some, some guys with prosthetic legs. I mean, we had it all. And um, Angler Chronicles always honored, honored, honored uh, to serve our, our military. Well, and Sergio, uh, you know, you and Ron and Angler Chronicles, all of us, eager to help out with charities and fundraisers. And this one there with Angler, with uh, what's called Anglers Anonymous, taking care of the veterans. Uh, uh, proud to be a part of that one, Sergio. So, Amen. All of Amen. Them. All right, so yeah. what time does it premiere? 8, 8.30, 8.30 tomorrow morning, and again at 9, uh, 9 on uh, what's called SoCal HD, used to be Prime Ticket. Mm-hmm. Valley Sports West at 8.30, Sergio. And then at 8, they get to see the Cedros one more time, right? 
No, actually, it's Big oh, Bear at Big 8 bear. o'clock. Man. Yeah. Let me tell you, that was Big awesome, bear. and I did talk to uh, John. I want to let everybody know we're going to go on a bit of a hiatus for the next couple of weeks. We're going to be filming like crazy, so get prepared. And then right, as soon as we get back, uh, we'll launch the latest Ocean Odyssey episode, and then there'll be a whole string. Olive Crest last week, we did that, raised $378,000 in one day. All for the foster kids here in California that are part of the Olive Crest program. So huge, huge, huge. I want to thank Ron and and actually just thank Ron because nobody else showed up. Do you see, notice that? Yeah. yeah. Where, where was Tony? Hey, yeah. it's okay. Mia. No, it's I talk, they're all Ben. <laughs> ben, where was Ben? You know, so I, yeah, I love calling them out. Okay, I know they're not listening. They're sleeping. <laughs> but anyway, um, it is an honor. It is a pleasure. To uh, to help uh, our our fellow man, my know? pleasure. Yeah. All right, Jackson. Yeah, right on. Okay. Uh, let, let me ask you this: How big was your first bluefin tuna you ever caught, and where? Oh, my mine was in the teens, probably low teens. It was at Coronado Islands, and uh, on an anchovy. And I'm telling you, they were they were skittish fish. I mean, you had we used to say they would count the scales on an anchovy before they would eat one. And so, but that that was my first. I've never caught a big one. My my biggest bluefin in my life probably twenty five pounds max. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, and and now nowadays I don't even want to. Oh, I'd like to see him. I'd like to film him, but. Um, Pull on a 100-pounder, I don't think so, Sergio. <laughs> All right. Well, so. Danny Jackson, have, okay. a, have a very blessed uh, weekend, and we'll talk to you out the week. And uh, talk to you then. All right? Okay. Thanks, guys. Have a great weekend. All right, folks. You're on Angels Radio, AM830, KLA. We'll be right back. I beg to differ. Yes, I disagree. There is right and wrong Freedom ain't free Angels Radio AMA 30 Looking for the ultimate outdoor recreational experience? Look no further than the city where we dream extreme. Lake Elsinore, home of the new Launch Point Recreation Destination and RV Park. Experience next-level camping with the best amenities available. Full hookup sites, vintage trailers, themed yurts, a swimming pool, splash pad, outdoor dining, and a spacious community hall. Adventure starts here. Reserve your spot. For more information, follow Launch Point on Facebook and Instagram. Relax, play, stay at launch-point.com. Freedom Boat Club, Huntington Harbor, San Pedro, Redondo Beach, Marina Del Rey. Live a hassle-free boating experience, enjoying the very best sport fishing in all of Southern California. Center consoles, pilot houses, bow riders, duffies, and much more. Freedom Boat Club, from Ventura to San Diego, plus more than 350 locations worldwide. Call 657-339-2300. That's 657-339-2300. Or cruise to freedomboatclub.com for details. Angels Radio. AMA 30.
Have you ever asked yourself how to get that way? Welcome back, everybody, on Angels Radio, AMA 30 KLA. This is Anger Chronicles, and I hope you guys are enjoying the music. I don't know, Ron, I was sitting there yesterday, and I just thought to myself, you know what? We need a new CD, something that... You did good, Grasshopper. Yeah, it's time to, to honor our, our, our great country. All right, everybody, this is Memorial Day weekend. The one thing we want to make sure you guys do is have a great time, but have a safe time. Okay, so without further ado, let me welcome to the show uh, none other than one of our... <coughs> I'm going to say regulars, okay? Um, and... Um, you know, very important. Okay. Yeah, and when we get this, you know, we got to play theme songs. So who is this, Ron? Without further ado. Would that be Rico Suave? Rico Suave. Yes. So without further ado, Mr. Oliver Solis <laughs> from Fishing Syndicate. Good morning, Oliver. Good morning, Sergio. I was getting worried as to what adjective you were going to use to describe me today. No, you you already have your theme song. That is stuck for you forever. Your Rico Suave. That that's it. There's no other. You know, we know that Steve is, is the Ice Man himself. You know, it, it's just you know. What, what is Ice Ice Baby? Has he called in yet? No, not no. yet. I think he's waiting for you. I think he always waits for you. Well, I know he's awake because he's been making. What's that? He's been making comments. You know, here's Has the he thing been, that. Uh, let, let me explain to everybody. Just, I'm glad you said that. I forgot my phone this morning. So I, I forgot my phone. It's at home. So if you've been trying to call me, no, uh, I, can't, I can't get a hold. You can't get a hold of me. Not that I don't want to. I forgot the phone. I was telling Ron when we got here at the, at the station, you're going to have to call in for security because I can't get in. So, yeah. So even if you were trying to reach me, eh, no, no answer. I I wasn't for a change today. I, I left you alone. I was actually enjoying that conversation you were having with uh, Steve and Ross, and now I understand why you, you continue to use a bass rod for this movement. Mm -hmm. You're just a user from the 70s. You know, I, I, I will tell you this. More in the 80s and 90s, um, and, and Steve, I, I mean, it was smaller reels. Uh, I don't necessarily know that they were bass rods. They were... 15 to 30, so it'd be a, probably your 800 um, light, okay, the L in that range that we would use that for. Totally glass, no backbone, man. It, it was, it, it was, it was hard to, I mean, it was, it was definitely a thing, you know what I'm saying? Now, now Sergio, there was yep. one advantage to those totally glass rods that were just soft and noodly, and that we were using those bitty, bitty, tiny hooks. Uh, yeah. Number six, number eight, maybe even number ten, those soft rods cushion the hook in the fish's mouth. Yeah. All right. Well, listen, you were asking about the Iceman, weren't you? Uh-oh. And you know what? Is he on the wing? I, I, think, I think he's here. I think he's here. Let me see. Let me just... Somebody's knocking on the door. Oh, I can hear him. Can you see his neck just going forward really hard? And he's about to go kick it. Ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, the VIP himself, the Iceman, Steve Phelps from uh, Long Beach Sport Fishing. Good morning, sir. Phelps, are you there? I was waiting for my, uh, my theme song to end. Oh, no, 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 no. I can't play the whole thing. 
<laughs> I no, know. I know, but it was still playing. It was still playing when you said good morning. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty good. I just I hear, I hear the knock on the door, Ron. Yeah, this time there was no doorbell. It was straight knock. Yeah. Okay. All right, Steve Phelps uh, joining the party. Um, Oliver and what Steve was saying, you know, things have changed. You know, that's the one thing with Ross. It, it made me reminisce of what we used to do, and now we don't necessarily do. And... Um, all I'm going to say is this. I mean, you're right. When I see a 30-pound class bluefin tuna today, um, yeah, I'm thinking my bass rod with 20, 25-pound test. And I think that's heavy, okay? Um, I will admit, uh, when they're wide open, I will throw out the 10 or the 12 just to know that I can still do it. You know what I'm saying? Um, another thing, with the lighter line, I tend to finesse it more. I, I tend not to get not put as much i mean the harder you pull the harder they pull i'm i'm always a big uh, at least i'm convinced of that and, and so when i when i pull on lighter gear it's a lighter pull they don't tire me as much okay does take some time and you gotta have enough line but yes you can do it and you're right steve the the the, the rods of old they were absolute noodles you had zero backbone you just you know just held on for a while until they got tired Exactly. You know, and so um, a huge advancements today. Oliver, your rods are just insane. I love the composites because you've you've been able to blend the best of graphite with the best of fiberglass and put them together, and and, and you really now have something that um, is really a staple in Southern California. So I, I appreciate that. Okay, so Oliver, hold on to that thought with Fishing Syndicate. Let me go to Steve Phelps, the Iceman himself. I know you got to give us some information on Long Beach sport fishing, and then Ron and I are going to chat about the trip we just had. All right? So give it to us, Steve. Yeah, you know, I love when you guys do these nostalgic shows, man. It unlocks memories I thought were gone forever. It's, mm -hmm. it's great. I appreciate those. Anyway, let's start with the Eldorado. Uh, the Eldorado, Captain TJ has been fishing really hard, been doing – Doing pretty good. Um, he's been getting lots of nice big halibut up to 40 pounds, um, and then finishing his day off loading up loading up the sacks for the guys. Uh, whitefish, rockfish, sheephead, few lingcod. You know, it's been been good fishing for Captain TJ. Um, your next chance to get on the Eldorado would be Monday night, and uh, they are online every single night for island freelance fishing, departing at 8:30 p.m. So come on out. All right, and. Uh... Ron, we were asking, we were traveling here. We have another trip with uh, Long Beach Sport Fishing. How are they doing on that one? It's on the 12th. I'd, uh, Steve, I'll leave that up to you. It's uh, you got to call the landing on that one. Okay. You, you don't know how we're doing it, if it's full or if it's not full, do you? No, honestly, I wasn't expecting that question. I should have been prepared. <laughs> <I guess>. Oh, <laughs> the Iceman melteth. I was too busy reminiscing about the past and enjoying the show. Well, you know, then then then, then give me uh, give me a, a little memory from back then. You were fishing back then. Oh yeah, no, I mean I, I did a couple posts this morning. I, I do remember the, the you know the twelve pound test number six hook in head anchovy bluefin fishing off Catalina. Uh, that was those are fun days, and we it was it was nothing to get a five pound calico you know uh, at Catalina Island throwing the candy bar jig. Mm -hmm. Calico bass fishing used to be phenomenal, Catalina. It was yeah. uh, it was great. It was just iron all day, big calico bass, bluefin tuna. It was it was really good fishing back then. You know, I, I miss those days. I really do. 
Yeah, I think it's like a balancing act, you know. Um, when the, in the cold, in the cold, you get the uh, kelp that grows and really makes our um, the color makes our local bass fishing a little bit better. But you know, the tuna fish um, they they suffer. So now we have these pockets of warm water. We have left less kelp. So instead of talking about a five pound calico, we're talking about a two hundred and change, almost three hundred pound tuna. Don't ask yep. me which one I prefer to catch because the calico will win every time. But exactly, you know, you, I know you're the same way, Phelps. How about you, Oliver? How do you feel about that? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I definitely agree with that. You know, I love the calico fishing, um, the light line, and Keith and yourself fishing that extra light, you know, on that on that trip, and definitely catching really all day. Oh yeah, absolutely. Okay. So, um, what do you think, Ron? I know you like the tuna. Um, actually, I like calico. I do. Uh, you know, there's there's a much, to me, there's a much bigger challenge, especially if you're, you know, you got some structure or you have, you know, the kelp around. You know, you just can't sit there. And you got to finesse them out. Absolutely. And I, I do like light gear. Uh, but if I, I would rather pull on a big tuna so mm-hmm. yeah in I fact mean, yeah go ahead in, in, all, in all honesty tuna fishing for us in southern california has been more of a summer and fall fish where a calico sandbass is you know sort of our staple year-round fish that we uh, that we fish for right outside of well you know think about it they've been catching tuna year-round carson uh year-round yeah, tuna are. for the last three or four years right well, I wanna... well, yeah, you know, but but the, the fishing's been so good, and the boats the boats run full, they can't run forever. Anybody that owns a boat knows that there's a lot of maintenance required. So these boats run hard, you know, well into November and sometimes December, and which is you know another two three months longer than they used to run. They got to go down for for maintenance, mm-hmm. so they're out they're out for maintenance for uh, you know a couple of months. As soon as they come out of maintenance, uh, uh, we definitely noticed that this this earlier in the spring. As soon as the boats came out of the yard, went back on the line, went back out fishing, they started catching bluefin. Mm-hmm. Hey, hey Steve, what's a amazing. Steve? Do you have a what, your favorite? I really couldn't hear anything yeah. Steve was saying. Oh. I, I'm old school. Oh, sorry. I don't care what it is surface iron okay that's that's my all right so steve phelps cannot hear steve carson so be aware of that um uh why don't you ask steve what his favorite is steve what is your favorite phelps again i didn't hear what he was talking about so i I can't ask him the question my favorite what like well, your to, favorite person is yeah, Sergio. Yeah, I know. I mean, but, you, know. Uh, you know, favorite uh, catch. What? What is it that you like to go out for, and what do you like to use the best? Oh, you guys know calico bass. Okay. I, I, I just, you know, hands down, that's my favorite type of fishing. I, I'll do that all day, every day. Over, over the other stuff. I know you guys like your bluefin, but I love my bass fishing. I've been. I mean, uh, that's how a lot of us started catching bass. You know. Well, and, there's and, nothing and, better than to be on a center console and just fishing all day long for calico absolutely yeah, love in it. fact everybody pay attention i'm going to be posting something on uh, angler chronicles later this morning and you're going to see our dear friends um mike lane uh, and chris bona they headed out to uh san clemente oh yeah in fact i'll be posting that Man, those, are nice. those things were probably six to seven pounds they have uh six of them there was three of them so it's, speaking of that 
speaking of that, Sergio, we are actually leaving tonight if the trip doesn't cancel on the El Dorado. I'm not sure if I felt mm-hmm. to hear me, but, you know, it uh, looks like we're going to, because the way uh, the wind is blowing, uh, you're going to have to go to Catalina. You're going to have to go. Catalina. Yeah, and Clemente. I will take Catalina all day long on a day and a half. Well, and let me he, ask you. Let me ask you, uh, Steve Phelps. What do you think? Uh, what 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 are they going to be doing on this fishing syndicate trip? Uh, that that totally is up to Captain TJ. Um, I agree with Oliver. Uh, I believe it'll either probably be uh, San Clemente, you know, slash Catalina. It might you know might do both, but I'm not sure. That's totally Captain do both yeah. Well, let me let let me tell you this. About two years ago. We were doing an Angler Chronicle school on the El Dorado, and we headed to to San Clemente, and crickets at 9 o'clock in the morning. Nothing, okay? Not even the squid were biting your fingers, okay? (laughs) So then they made a decision to go to Catalina. We picked up five small yellowtail, and then at 8 o'clock at night while we were having dinner, the gates open and we put over 42 big white sea bass on the boat so you never know just hang on tight all right folks everybody stay with me for a second this is angels radio ama 30 klaa we have to take a short break we'll be right back freedom ain't free it was paid with their blood the least we can do is to stand for the men who have died and laid down their lives For people they don't even know The moms and the dads Angels Radio AMA 30 Lytle Screen Printing in Huntington Beach, where quality and service are everything since 1989. Screen printing, embroidery, digital printing, Lytle does it all. Shop their extensive line of apparel and headwear or bring in your own for customization. A few embroidered shirts or thousands of printed t-shirts, Lytle has you covered. No order is too big or small. Mention Angler Chronicles and they will waive your setup fees for your first order. You can find them on the web at lysphb.com or call 714-969-2424. Lytle Screen Printing, where all your needs are met. Hello, I'm Chef Bree, head chef for Carne de Teresa, and it's my goal to make you a chef in your own kitchen. I've created the perfect and most delicious seasonings to go on top of our pollo asado and pollo adobado. And our Carne de Teresa Salvadoreño sausage is perfect for breakfast or dinner. Carne de Teresa is always hand-cut, hand-seasoned, and hand-packed right here in Southern California. You can find our delicious Carne de Teresa products at your local Albertsons, Food for Less, Ralph's, and Smart and Final. Let Carne de Teresa make you a chef in your own kitchen. Visit CarneDeTeresa.com for recipes and more. Remember, when fishing, practice CPR. Catch, photograph, and release, and always eat more Carne de Teresa. This is Teresa. Carne de Teresa is a proud sponsor of Angler Chronicles and Olive Crest. There's nothing more peaceful than fishing. Just me, my pole, and some bait. Oh, and my life jacket, of course. I like fish, but I don't want to end up at the bottom of the water with them. Save the ones you love. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. Happy Memorial Day weekend. From Angels Baseball and Angels Radio AMA 30.
come from Here's what I tell everyone I was born by God's dear grace In an extraordinary place With the stars and stripes And the eagle flies Welcome back everybody on Angels Radio AMA 30 KLAA This is Angler Chronicles and you know, I'm, I'm letting the music play a little bit longer because the words just just reach my heart. But anyway, I want to thank everybody for tuning in today. It's been amazing. I've got Mr. Steve Carson. I've got Steve Phelps from uh, uh, Long Beach Sport Fishing. I've got Oliver for Fishing Syndicate. I've got Ron in the studio with me. And now i got Brian calling in from Dana War Sport Fishing. Good morning, Brian. Guess who that is. Hey, what's up, guys? What's happening? Uh, well, all right. Are you on the water or are you on uh, land? We just left. Yeah, we just got out of the harbor about five minutes ago okay so steve i know you're you're on land so you hold on a second brian well give me the the skinny on dana what's going on hey you know it's we've had a pretty good little stretch here you know we haven't had a bunch of wind which is you know this time of year mm-hmm. kind of what resets everything so it's been good we've had like 64 degree water here in our little stretch nice and we've had some really nice uh anchovy and sardine for bait so you can put two and two together and imagine you know we've been in there trying to catch the bass the kelp bass fishing along the edge of some of these kelp lines has been pretty good for you know springtime and then uh on our three-quarter day stuff we've been kind of starting our days out in that deeper water catching some nice rockfish we can catch a lot of acacio and a lot of mixed rockfish and then kind of sliding in there mid-morning and fishing that bass down there off Camp Pendleton, like that barn kelp, yellowtail kelp, that little stretch of beach down there, and it's been pretty darn fun with that. that well, it's always fun. In fact, Ron, when's our next trip uh, down? It's in August? Uh, no, I don't even know when it's in. It's Rio Fun or the San Clemente? <laughs> it's the uh, it's on the Clemente, uh, the first one, the first trip is, and that is on... <laughs> August 17th. So August 17th, come on out, yeah. guys. Join us. We'll fish with you. probably Brian. I'll get my fish with you. Yeah, well, we have. Uh, then we'll be with Brian um, later on uh, during that time, and we'll be in um, September 14th, Brian. So we'll be with Brian. Yeah, let me tell cool. you something I've always enjoyed, getting along that kelp right there and just the bass. They want to participate. They're, they're just amazing. So... Brian, looking forward to it. It, it. it is. It has been really good there. And just for your, uh, uh, let me just say this. I've got Donna coming with me. She's going down to the East Cape. She's going to be part of right. uh, of a team with Rhonda. It's the All Ladies Fishing Tournament in the East Cape. So I, we're going to actually get this on film. We're going to laugh. I'm going to sit back with John and awesome. just watch the girls put on. Hopefully, put on a whoop. I can't say the other word. A whoop something on all the fish. I you love can say that. ass on the air. Only if you're talking there about you an animal. Only, I was. I was talking about talk- a donkey. A donkey yeah. I was talking about a donkey. Okay, so anyway, Brian, uh, give me some information that people want to book on uh, out of Dana. You got any? Yeah. Yep. Best is just you can hit us at danawarp.com. You can uh, check our fish counts online from there. You can know, make reservations for half day, three quarter day, even the overnight stuff. Markets on the Fury had a good day yesterday. Some yellowtail, sea bass, and you know, that, that portion of Clemente that he's been fishing over there at the island just ready to pop. So it's all been on the squid, so that's been squid-dependent over there. But, uh, you know, it's been ready to go. It's been primed, so I'm sure you'll see some of his counts kind of perk here in the next little bit. So check us out again, DanaWarp.com. You can check us out on Instagram, Facebook, all that stuff. And, uh, you know, it's online. Super basic. 
Well, Brian, thank you for calling in. I know how important it is to get you back in the water. So go do your thing, and uh, I hope to hear from you more often, my friend. Cool, cool. Thanks for the time, fellas. Take care, cool. Captain. Right, later. See you, Brian. All right, Brian. Okay, another guy, another captain I think might possibly be on the water is Captain Rick Scott from the Ocean Odyssey. The double O. What's up, Rick? Good morning. Not on the water yet. Getting close. We're getting we're getting antsy. But we're okay. Not on the water yet. Okay. Well, then, then then hold on. Since you're not on the water, let me go ahead and finish. Let me go back up and finish with Steve Phelps. Steve, uh, the best way to uh, get on a boat for uh, you know either the El Dorado, the Victory, and whatever you got going on out there. Uh, what's the best way? Heck, uh, let me let me mention the Victory real quick if I got a minute. Sure. Um, yeah, yeah. Captain Phil's been on fire this week, guys. Uh, it's been it's been really easy. Did you use the hose quality. on him? Because the, the fire <laughs> hoses put out a lot of water. <laughs> Sir, I need to go to work. <laughs> <laughs> I, I got to finish. <laughs> okay. All right. Captain Phil has been on fire, guys. He's been on fire catching the big quality uh, reds and Bocaccio on the outside, early, early limits. Uh stopping by, getting limits of quality sculpting, and then he's been heading inside, you know, looking for the calico bass, barracuda, uh, et cetera. He's been, it's been really good, guys. Um, the Victory runs every day at 6 a.m., returns about 4 p.m., and uh, they are freelance fishing for now. I believe they're going to continue fishing local until something really pops off of the island there. Uh, the best way to book is longbeachsportfishing.com. You click book online, and um, just if you don't have an account, set yourself up an account. If you do, you know what to do. Any uh, problems, give us a call, 562-432-8993. I appreciate the time, guys. I hope you all have a good day. Yeah, and let's get you out on the center console here real soon, okay? Sounds fun, buddy. Thank we'll go, you. We'll fish some bass. All right, thanks. That was Steve Phelps. I think. Well, I also have one. Uh, um, the June 12th trip is sold out. It is so sold out, okay. Right. All right, well, now let me go to Captain Rick Scott. Uh, Rick, we got a busy, busy year this year, you and me. Yeah, we do. Okay. Yeah, we got a lot of stuff going on. So, um, uh, but I do want to mention that I will see you here soon. Let me see. Uh, when is the first time? Are you coming to Taco the... Tuesday, Rick? No, I can't. He told me he could. Yeah, there, we but... can't. Oh, yeah. man. But I'll see you on the 26th of june yeah yeah, yeah. tuna you know, wars I heard, you guys talking, I heard you guys talking about light line uh-huh um, but if you're gonna come down and go bluefin fishing uh any boat you're going on bring the heavy line so uh, you mean to tell me boats, so let me to tell me that if we were if we had a trip with you we were out there fishing that you would not grab my bass rod um i would not Ooh, I would, I, I, I beg to differ. You would hook, good man. Yeah, he would grab it. He's done it before. He grab a Snoopy pole. I know he's done a little Snoopy pole, and then we brought you those little tiny rods. Can you imagine? But you know, Rick, I think you're you're doing. You're really saying what needs to be said, which is basically you must come prepared. We made this show. You know, we reminisced a little bit and light line, etc. But the. The gist of the matter is, back then, Steve Carson, we did not have 300-pound fish staring us in the face. You know, they weren't average 80 to 100. I mean, they, they, they averaged maybe 15. So they were in a different zone. So in a different zone, let's use the right gear because there's nothing worse. And you got Rick right here. Rick, 
you do not like when people lose fish on the boat. I think you take it harder I than the anglers. Not. Okay. Yeah. And yep, so yep. And, and so be prepared, guys. With I mean, there's a lot of technology out there. A lot of technology. All right, so yeah. uh, Rick, let me hold uh, hold you a second here, as I do have another captain that I know is on the water, and this is Captain Bruce Root. All right, from the Sport King out of L.A. Waterfront, Bruce, yeah, we good miss morning. you. Can you hear me? Okay, we, we can. can hear you loud good and morning. clear. Right up to the bait parts here. There's all kinds of noise. Yeah, we just got our new engines in. We started running today. The long haul. A lot of stuff delayed on shipping and. So we made it. It was supposed to be four and a half weeks. It ended up being six and a half weeks. But that's not untypical. So well, we're listen. running out of LA Waterfront Cruises. We're headed to the island here today and hope for the best. And we leave every morning at 6 o'clock. Uh-huh. We're in a fly line mode for the most part right now. It's in a transition. Of course, I never went into the transition because I've been tied up since the end of March. But, right. Uh, but we're starting there. Our landing will be moving in June, just a little ways away from where we're at now for remodeling. We'll inform the people more on that. But we're still in the same place as of right now. Excellent. They're at first 79 in the main channel, about a thousand feet off the Iowa. When's our next? Every morning at six o'clock. Excellent. We have a trip coming up with you. When is it, Ron? It's uh, June 23rd. So June 23rd. Yeah, we're I'll gonna... be here. We got new motors. We got new everything. Excellent. And uh, we're rolling along. Well, it listen. To the bottom of the knife here. We just got done last night late. Well, it's glad to have uh, you back. Yeah, fighting, fighting with the Coast Guard and everybody. They turned out pretty good for us, <laughs> sort of. Well, and, it's great uh, that we're here. <laughs> it's great to have you back on the water. I cannot wait to see you and, and Bruce, talk to you. you. Yeah, yeah. You've been I'm a staple. Of, you've been a staple of Southern California with the Sport King. I can remember the nights fishing Twilight with Norris. You know, going on the freelancing. I, yeah. I, I, I was so. I kind of miss those days. Everything was simpler. Yeah, and you know what? The laughter it just seems simpler. When Not you, a lot of paperwork. Yeah. Not a lot of agencies. Wanting money for this and that, and something's not going to work. Yeah, it was better back then. Maybe it's because I'm older now, but yeah. it seemed better back then. Well, we appreciate it. So, uh, Bruce, what's the best way to get on the, on the Sport King now that you're ready? Well, you, there's www.lawaterfrontcruises.com. You, or you can phone in. We'll have new phone lines here shortly. at 310-547-9916, or just drive down and uh, or come in. As long as we're all for party, just come down. All right, you got uh, it. And Ron, when I, it, I haven't raised my prices substantially okay, uh, yet. No, but, you know the uh, fuel is fuel. That's fuel that's a problem. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, what's uh, what's our next date? You say June June twenty third. June twenty third. We'll please. be looking for you. You right. got it, Bruce. Go have a good one, brother. Go nail them. And I'll call back before then a couple of times. You know what? give you for tackle and what's going on and this and that. We would highly appreciate it. Thank you so much, my friend. Well, you guys all at Angles Rock have a good time. We'll see you on the Sport King LA Waterfront Cruises. We're a thousand feet off the battleship to Iowa. Iowa. I love it. I'm going to push that boat, too. Uh, <laughs> Iowa. Iowa. You got it. All right. Okay. Take care, Bruce. Okay. Thank you. Take care, Captain. Bye. Good morning. Yeah. All right, Rick. Let me go back I'm to here. you. How you doing? Okay, so um, I know you're, you're down there. I know you're not running uh, fishing trips. You're doing the the school trips right now. But what's the word out of San Diego? You're there. Um, 
Yeah, the fish are, the fish are been a little sporadic. They bite one night, they don't bite the next night. You know, we've had weather here and there. Yeah. So well, listen, I can hear the music. Hold on tight. Let me go to my com- let me go to this commercial. We'll come back and actually we'll close out the show in the next segment. All right, folks, it's Angels Radio, AMA 30 KLAA. We'll be right back. Debate and cast the line. You can always put a rain check in his hand. Till you can't. You can keep putting off forever with that girl whose heart you hold Swearing that you'll last someday further down the road You can always... Angels Radio AMA 30 Looking for something to do today? Come check out what's new at Michael's Sports Pub and Grill. Michael's was voted Orange County's best sports bar. Whether it's sports, drinks, games, or food... Michael's has something for everybody. And don't forget the wings that Michael is famous for. Michael's Sports Pub and Grill, 15192 Golden West Street, Westminster, California. Just south of the 405 freeway. Michael's Sports Pub and Grill. Don't blink on the sink with the original hookup baits. With their patented design, the original hookup baits are built in the USA using only the highest quality of materials and owner hooks. After years of research and development, the original hookup baits have captured the profile and lifelike action causing fish to bite, whether it's in salt water or fresh water, jigging or trolling. Go to hookupbaits.com or participating tackle shops and get yours today. Remember, don't blink on the sink and practice catch, photograph and release. I got a garage full of fishing tackle, and every time I get out on the water, I realize I forgot something important. But I never forget my life jacket. I make sure my buddies wear theirs, too. Save the ones you love. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. Angels Radio. AM 30. Everybody on Angels Radio, AMA 30 KLIA. This is Angler Chronicles, and it's been a great show. I've got Steve Carson, Ron Hobbs, Oliver Solis, and Captain Rick Scott. And uh, Rick, we were saying, you know, you said tuna everywhere and sporadic because of weather, not because they're not here. Right. Now, there's plenty of fish out there, but uh, it seems like it's been mostly a night bite. So, again, that heavy line at night, don't fish that light line at night. There's no reason for that. Heavy jigs. Minimum 200s, 300s, um, getting down. And then during the day, they've been catching a few on uh, sinker gut bait. So make sure you have a, a like a 50-pound, 40, 50-pound bait stick and, uh, and a torpedo sinker for, for fish during the day. I watched them load uh, five to seven-inch sardines into the bait receivers yesterday on our school trip. So All right. So you bait. said 40 to 50 on the fly line, probably 180 to 100 on the on the on the jigs, right? Uh, Correct. Um, all right. Two rods, Oliver. Real quick, one for uh, the 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 forty fifty and one for the the heavy jigs. Extra heavy and triple X, uh, extra heavy forty to eighty. You can definitely fish it at forty, but you know strong fifty. Put on there, uh, you know either a pen, uh, forty narrow, whether it's a five or more deep, or 
accurate, uh, valiant 600, and then of course on the triple X, you would want a hundred pound reel of your of your choice, uh, ATV, valiant 800 or 1000. Steve will tell you that you know don't don't use a Phantom 40 for 100 pounds. Uh, definitely use the International 16. Uh, the 20 would also pair pretty nicely with that triple X. All right. Well, let me go to Steve for a 40 to 50 pound reel and give me a 80 to 100 pound reel, Steve. Well, yeah. Uh, for your 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 you can't call anything light anymore. Right. But for your lighter of uh, uh, two rigs would be a uh, Fathom or a Torque 40, uh, excuse me, 30, and be sure it's a two-speed. Don't let the macho people tell you you don't need a two-speed. You need a two-speed. <laughs> so uh, get that, that uh, Fathom or that Torque 30, fill it full of 65-pound braid, and you can put a top shot on it of 40 or 50-pound, depending on what the fish are doing. And then for the big fish... Uh, right now, with, as they keep edging up in size, I would go right to the 16 BISX International, fill it up with 100-pound braid, and uh, then you can top shot it with whatever the captain tells you. Um, could be 60 for, for sinkered baits, could be 80, could be 100-pound uh, top shots with your jigs, just kind of depending on what the local conditions uh, dictate. Uh, that's the beauty of having your reel full of, almost completely full of braid. Uh, top shots, quick, easy, and cheap to change. And uh, if, you're, if you're not real good with the knots, the, the, uh, the deckhands all are extremely skilled at the heavy line knots these days. They'll be happy to help you. Well, I'm, and, I'm, you uh, know, I'm glad you mentioned that, and I want to make note of that. Um, and, and, Rick, you're on, you're on, on here. Um, it's important if you go on a party boat and you just don't know or you know what it's not the time to learn when it's time to fight okay so if you need to have a nice knot the deckhands boy the nice thing yeah. about captains and deckhands are constantly on the water ron well i absolutely and you know even me i know all the knots i know everything i always have the guys on the ocean odyssey tie my knots oh. for the big fish you know I, i've seen rick you know come on the boat and he shakes and salt falls out of him <laughs> That's how salty you get, Rick, when you're on the boat. That's right. Although right, right now you're still shaking off feathers, but that's a different story. <laughs> All right, yeah. so uh, looking forward to getting on the water with you. Um, anything that you would say as a captain to our listeners to these guys coming out fishing? Listen to the crew and, like again, bring that heavy gear because, like I said, it's nighttime fishing. You don't know what you're going to hook could be a 20 pounder it could be a fish over 200 but you don't want to be undergunned there's no reason to fish 30 or 40 pound at night those fish cannot see in the dark and uh you, you want the best chance you can have if you hook one of those fish i agree i agree all right just uh, uh tell everybody how they could actually get on the ocean odyssey so our first trip on June 21st is a little light, but I think we're going to put it up for a Wait, 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 wait. When, when is it? Hold on a second. Hold on. I just had, I was just looking. June, June 21st. We have a charter on the 17th. Okay. Our first open party trip is on the 21st. Um, um, oh, I see it. Okay. And, and you would get back on the 23rd, huh? 
Right, yeah, yeah. And you can log on to OceanOdysseyFishing.com, book right online, which is happening a lot mm. this year. Dima says he's really liking it. Well, I'm, I'm ta- to- let me tell you what may happen. I may have to go on the Ocean Odyssey, and then Ron will have to go on the Sport King on the 23rd when it gets, because I won't be back in time, Ron. Yeah, that sounds good. Okay, so I'll go in the ocean. I see you go in the sport king. Oh no, 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 no. Sorry, Ron. Rick already, Rick already promised me. So. Oh yeah, but you you got to go with Bruce. You got to go with Bruce. So that, that. Okay. Uh, yeah, the twenty first. Uh, I'll tell you what. If it's a little light, um, I'll help you promote it. That that looks like a. I'll just cancel my Freedom Boat Club reservation and I'll be, uh, I'll be head down to San Diego. Okay. Um, yeah. All right. Long sounds down. great. All right. So uh, where do they go to check uh, schedules? Log on to OceanOdysseyFishing.com. You can book right online there, or you can give Dina a call at 619-889-4535. All right. I love it. Rick, you have a good uh, weekend, and um, all right, remember the phone. Everybody have a a great Memorial Day weekend. We'd like to thank everyone that gave their lives for uh, the freedom that we have here, and uh, really appreciate that. And I want to thank you for participating in the Battle of the Branches as well. So that, yes, that, that was very great. cool. Yeah, and we'll do it again next year. Thank you, my friend, and I'll see you soon. Okay. You got it. All Take right. Care. Captain Rick Scott of the Ocean Odyssey out of H&M Landing. All right, Carson, Ron, Oliver. Uh, Thank you. Yes. No, uh, no catfish gear for these tuna. There's no catfish gear. No, 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 no. No catfish gear. No. I was going to bring my spinning reel. Okay, just, just be aware way, that my bass rod is rated 25 to 45. So I'm just saying, 30 pounds is perfect. I do Sergio, put it to the, the limit. Sergio, why do you think everybody is picking on you on this particular topic? <laughs> you know what? When you see me do it, I, I pick know. on him all the way home. <laughs> At least you're not picking my nose. <laughs> now, anyway, listen, um, you know. I, I, I'm the first one to admit, with the size of the fish that we have right now, you have to be prepared. I love the fact that uh, Steve Carson has posted several times, and even in video form, you know, the the five things you need to get out. Because, again, like Rick said, I mean, you don't know. I mean, I've seen fish from 30 to 40, but most of the fish that I'm looking at are 80 to 100, and, and, and then the big ones go up to... We just saw it 284 and, and 230s and 220s. And, and remember, guys, these fish that they're, you're seeing in the hundreds, there's 30-pounders like they keep saying. You do not know what you're going to no, get. You don't know what you're going to get. It's like it's like a box of chocolates, uh, <laughs> yeah, Forrest. Right, a Forrest would say. Okay. <laughs> so, you know. The, 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 yes, sir. Um, let's talk to Dina. I'll sponsor that trip on the 21st. Let's uh, let's get it off the off the docks and I'll come fish with you guys. Absolutely, I'll, I'll I'll reach out to Rick and we'll make that thing happen, and uh, it'll be really really cool. Okay, so um, it's, uh, Ron Ron's sending me all kinds of signals, and folks are not baseball signals. Okay, baseball signals are two fingers, Ron, not he's, one he's finger. Put, he's going three quarter day fishing. Yeah, well, he's going to go with Bruce. and He's giving me, like, you know how the baseball coaches give signs? Well, they're two and three fingers, not just one finger, Ron. You put a second finger up. Give me a peace sign, not half a peace sign. Anyway, now, well, 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 all I want to do is help help Rick get off Absolutely, off the dock. that's what we should do. That's so, yeah, you know, just going to help him get out of there. So, all right. Um, something out of frame. Yeah, go ahead. You were saying something? Just something out of frame. 
All right. Okay. But, you know, that's what we do. So I hope everybody um, got some information. We did reminisce a lot about the old days, which is good. But I want to say um, as much as we love those olden days and Bruce, Bruce preferred them, there's something to be said about what's going on right now, this phenomenon we did not have in our backyard. In order to go catch a 200, 300-pound fish, I had to do a 10- to 15-day trip. You know, uh, well, I'm in the backyard. We catch them overnight, full days. So that that's the important thing. So before I close out, I do want to say, um, Oliver, it, it's a pleasure to work with you. Okay. Uh, love your rods. Uh, you know that. Steve Carson, um, love working with you as well, my friend. You're just a wealth of knowledge. Ron, yep, it's been good. I'm not going anywhere. I just I'm going to close the show, but I wanted to close it with, with something here. This is um, I found this uh, great words. Okay, they're by Creed Fisher. He's a country western singer. It goes like this. He goes, "Our our flag flies for freedom and things we believe. A shining light up on a hill. Thousands have died for the stars and the stripes." And thousands more most likely will, because freedom ain't free. It was paid with their blood, so the last, the least we could do is stand. For the men who have died and laid down their lives, for people they don't even know, the moms and the dads and all of the kids whose loved ones will never come home. So when the anthem is playing and all glory is waving, I cover my heart with my hand, and that's why I stand. Well, I know she's not perfect, on that we agree, but I think that you'll come to find there's no other place like the U.S. of A. Folks, take it from an immigrant. I'm an immigrant. I, I was born in Argentina. I love this country. I'm becoming an American citizen. You don't know how beautiful you have it here i have lived through tyranny i have lived through military juntas uh socialism the whole bit there's nothing like freedom don't take it for granted and don't take for granted the brave men and women who gave their lives making sure there was a place like the u.s of a all right so i want to thank you all all and remember this weekend yeah go have your barbecue go have a good time but just take a moment and and think about those brave men and women who gave up their lives, okay, for all of us. And also, you got to say this, thoughts and prayers for all the families in Texas who lost those beautiful children. And remember, you can't fix crazy, but you can put them away, okay? So uh, I don't. I don't, I don't don't like to get into politics too much, but we got to get going. All right, folks. Thank you, Steve Carson. Thank you, Oliver. Thank you, uh, Ron. I'll be in Bay of LA. It's all your gig, your gig next time, okay? Taco Tuesday. Oh, Taco Tuesday this Tuesday. Absolutely. Everybody, have a great one. Safe one. We'll talk to you next week. Well, folks, that's the show for this week. It's time to truck on out of the city and get outside in God's country. We'll see you next week on Angler Chronicles.